My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. An Erio's original. And welcome to the Web Crawlers mini episodes coming at you Monday through Friday. I am Allie Siegel. I'm Melissa Stetson. And I'm producer Maria. Just a reminder that we have a lot going on on our Patreon. So if you want to join in on the fun, you can go to patreon.com slash web crawlers to get episodes uh, a day early with video content as well as um, we have some rap songs that we have created and remixes that are being released all week and then a music video, a web crawler's music video coming. So if you want to be part of that, please join our Patreon. First things first, Melissa, should we get into our voicemails? We got a lot of voicemails, so let's we do. get into them. Okay, here is first one. Hey, so this is a message for the web crawlers. I'm listening to your mini episode. Um, and you guys are just now talking about uh, abducted in plain sight. And what a messed up documentary that is. Like, every time I've watched it, I've watched it twice. It's absolutely bonkers twice. to me that, they, that these parents <laughs> fell for this dude's, like, absolute bullshit. I, I can't. I don't, I don't know. Guys, ugh. If you haven't watched it, please do and then talk about it because I need to know your thoughts. Um, I also just want to say you guys are so awesome, though I'm not high, so that's great that your demographic is not just to high people getting high. So, great. All right. I hope you guys have a great rest of your 
month of May, and I hope I will hear about you guys soon. Thank you. Yeah, Abducted in Plain Sight is a nuts documentary. It is so crazy. And perverted and, like, sad. Yeah, sad and weird. Um, Okay, here's one. Hi, uh, this is for web crawlers. Allie, Melissa, producer Maria, beware. You are playing with fire and do not fully appreciate the ramifications of what you are about to uncover. Wow. First it was the mind control of MKUltra, then Alyssa Lam and the Dyatlov Pass. The dots begin connecting. But now that you have uncovered the terrifying secret of Rasputin's food-infested beard, and you have unearthed the mole children, the ultimate truth is within your reach. But beware the old saying, Rasputin's massive dong and his prophecy, unleashes the wrath of the Pukwudgie. If in tarot and witches you place your trust, take care not to spontaneously combust. I love the show. You guys are the best. Bye-bye. Honestly? Wow. Like, a robotic voice is so funny to me like that. (laughs) It really always makes me laugh. That was so tight. Who made that again? It was from Joran. Joran, you are so cool. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. That was a great voicemail. That was so sick. That really was. Okay, here is... Hi, Allie and Marissa. Enjoy the show. (laughs) Milk. Milk. <laughs> milk. <laughs> he said milk. 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 That's milk. okay. Milk. Here's another. Here's another one. Hey, this is for the web crawlers. Um, hey, this is Moses. Hi, Moses. And this is how you say milk. Almond milk. Milk. Soy milk. Milk. Goat milk. <laughs> 2% milk. Low fat milk. Kitty milk. Melissa's butthole. No. Milk. <laughs> He's saying it milk, 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 milk. Okay, here's one from Ted. Um, this is Ted Tizinski. <laughs> um, I'm calling from a secure, loca- a secure location because I am currently social distancing right now. But this call is for Ali Segal. I believe she is the daughter of Steven Segal. <laughs> and someone told me that she was looking for a cute guy to text with. One with a, preferably one with a, a lot of followers. Well, I do have a lot of followers, and they just happen to be from Washington, D.C., at least most of them. Isn't that a coincidence? Ha, ha, ha. Anyway, <laughs> Allie, um, the lady folk do think I'm cute. In fact, some even say I'm explosive. Ha, 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 ha. Anyway, Jesus. if you would like to get in touch with me, I'm on my on the prison payphone, so I can't talk too long. But maybe we can become pen pals. So how about you send me a package with your work address, and I'll send you a package right back. No, don't get a package. Maybe we can hook up. By the way, isn't it ironic if I was 30 years old and you said I was calling into a podcast on the interwebs, I would be laughing because I hate technology. (laughs) <laughs> the only thing worse than technology is that Los Angeles Clippers sports ball. Hey. Anyway, wow. Um, just so once you just write me a letter, I'll have my people call your people, and we can hook up. And by the way, if things don't happen to work out with me and you, Allie, maybe Maria would like to uh, hook up. No. Kind of wow. like the no. way she dressed. Most lady folk, 
don't like to dress outdoorsy. But that's what I like. <laughs> outdoors is my thing. So if, maybe if things don't work out with me and not Maria, maybe we can shack up. Anyway, toodles. Toodles. It's so funny to me when people when people call out things about myself. <laughs> Thanks for the message, Ted. Thank you, Ted Kaczynski. Um, here's another one. Hey, you web crawlers. A random little story. So my friend, uh, he surveys trees in the woods. One day he's out there looking at trees. And he, what does he see? He sees a cow's tongue nailed directly to a tree. What? Apparently, this is a voodoo ritual to silence uh. someone. He also said he saw some shrunken heads nearby, but I don't know if I believe that part. Anyway, you should do an episode on voodoo. Thank you. Uh, a cow tongue? Oh, my God. That's crazy. I'm going to Google that. Cow tongue hammered to tree. Okay. Two years ago, multiple cow tongues were found nailed to trees in Inwood Hill Park. Nailed animal tongues can be used to instruct the spirits to stop someone from gossiping, from spreading oh. harmful rumors, or to stop a witness from testifying in court. <gasps> no. Yeah. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. I wonder that's if it worked. Crazy. I know. I wonder too. Crazy. So we have some emails. This is from Amber. Subject is purple people. Eater. Hi, web crawlers. First of all, you three are the best. Y'all crack me up. You remind me of me and my friends. We love weird and spooky stuff and are always sharing weird stories and, uh, and keeping tabs of strange people. I look forward to the podcast every morning. You know, it's crazy because I, I, when we started doing this every day, I was like, I wonder if people are going to listen every day. And like, people are listening every day. It's <laughs> like, crazy. It's, Our numbers are crazy. skyrocketing. It's crazy. Anyway, my boyfriend grew up in the Bay Area and was telling me about the purple people, the secretive sex cult called the Lafayette Morehouse. What? I guess they drive around in purple limos and the compound is purple? I was researching them and saw that they are associated with the sex wellness cult, One Taste. What? I went on a rabbit hole researching this the other night and would love for you all to do an episode on them. Thanks, gals. Amber. Um, I'm interested. Yeah, that's crazy. We definitely need to do an I've never on heard that. of this. The sex wellness cult, one taste. One taste. We're for sure doing an episode on this. Yeah. This creepy. Is all sounds very interesting to me. Okay, this one is from Rachel. Its subject is MSG and fast food rumors. Ooh. Says, hi, ladies. First, I just wanted to say I love your podcast and thank you for making so many bonus episodes. I'm listening to the Fast Food Rumors episode, which is super interesting to me to learn about food science. However, on MSG, your guest stated super confidently that MSG is super bad for you and also stated some other common rumors about MSG. While obviously it's not a super food ingredient and not necessarily good for you, it definitely doesn't give you cancer and isn't worse for you than a lot of other common food additives. A lot of people believe these things due to xenophobia and racism towards Chinese people and Chinese food that go back to when Chinese people first immigrated to the U.S. And while a lot of Chinese restaurants now advertise that they don't use MSG anymore due to these fears, MSG is commonly used in a ton of American junk food like Doritos because there isn't evidence that it's bad for you. The one place I learned about this recently is from the Chinese food episode of the Ugly Delicious documentary series on Netflix, which is really fun to watch. I'm not an expert, obviously, but just wanted to add that since it can reinforce 
racist beliefs when people say that MSG is extremely harmful and unnatural and only in Chinese food when that is not the case. Thanks so much. You know, I heard that and I didn't, I was going to bring it up, but I didn't. So the origin of MSG is apparently from this, um, a Chinese American doctor who wrote a letter to this newspaper back in like the sixties, I think. Mm. And he said that he had experienced like numbness in his face and like weakness after eating Chinese food. And he dubbed it uh, Chinese restaurant syndrome. And so, and it was supposed to be like a satirical letter or it was like a light out. It was a weird thing. There's, there's, um, I think there's a, this American life about it. Oh, weird. In that show, ugly delicious. They do the guy who hosted, I can't remember his name, the Momofuku guy. They do like a little group where they have people who say they've experienced negative effects from MSG. They hand out like Doritos and chips and everyone's and they're them. fine. <laughs> wow. And in the guy, I think David Chang, he's like, he's like, you know, Doritos have MSG and you guys feel fine. They're like, yeah. And he talks about how it's like oh, how a racist stereotype. Oh, that's crazy. So MSG is like, it's not good for you, but it's just like a shit ton of salt. It's like anything else. Like too much is bad. I don't think we ever said that it's only found in Chinese food, did we? Uh, Morgan was like, it's mostly in, he's like, oh. it's all Chinese food. Oh, interesting. Well, listen, he's, he is dumb. He admitted he's dumb. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, MSG, it's controversial. There's studies that it's bad, studies that it's good. So like, who knows? Anyway. Yeah. Um, another voicemail for, or another message from Megan. Hey guys, just want to say thanks so much for posting so much. It's truly fun listening every day. I especially love the Isabella Stewart Gardner episode as I went to school right next door and visited many times. Oh, right. Also, I came across some things I thought you might enjoy looking to. Dr. Thomas Hicks, who sold babies out of the back door of his clinic in the 50s and 60s. Oh, I think there's a documentary on that what? or a show on that right now. Oh, really? Yeah, on Netflix. And Caitlin Dowdy, who is an L.A. mortician with a dope YouTube channel talking about being death positive, death rituals around the world and iconic corpses. Anyway, love you, Meg. Oh, that's kind of cool. I want to watch that's that. Caitlin Doughty. Doughty. We got. I got to find that Dr. Thomas Hicks. That's interesting. I like that mortician. That's kind of cool. One more email. This is from Orianne. Subject is witches, foot picks, food science. Oh my. Yeah. It says hi, ladies. I've been listening since day one, so I have lots to say. First of all, I can't rate you because I don't use Apple Podcasts. I'm on Google Podcasts, and I can't find a way to give you the five stars. No, fuck it. Six stars you deserve. If I can figure it out, let us know. Or moving on, I have so many favorite episodes. Lisa Lamb got me hooked. Um, the first day I lived in LA, I drove by the Cecil Hotel and felt chills. I also loved Allie's neighbor, Morgan. And I dug the witch episode on with Gabriella. I follow her on Instagram now, and her outfits are an inspiration. Wow, I'll let her know. Also, now I do spells when I'm drunk in my apartment. (laughs) I keep waking up to candle wax dripped all over weird things or strange homemade altars. Anyway, what? my all-time number one web web callers was the Jeffrey Epstein episode. I am 100% sure that Ghislaine bitch is the actual whore of Babylon. Oh, for sure. Where is she, by the way? She hasn't... Where is she up to? In a different country? Where is she up to? (laughs) Where is she up to? (laughs) Um, I have a request. About six times in the past year, I have encountered an angel orb in my front yard. Mm-hmm. Once my neighbor was with me and saw it too, but he got scared and smacked at it and shooed it away. What? It's the craziest, what? coolest shit I've ever seen. Maybe do an episode on those. I'm dying to learn more. It's so crazy. 
this glowing little ball with multicolored geometric shapes that like floats in front of me and sort of, as weird as the sounds, plays with me, like bouncing around. So nuts. And no, I don't have a tumor. Haha. <laughs> okay. Like I said, that was a lot. Thank you for the extra episodes. P.S. Allie, I run a foot porn site called largefootlove.com. What? <laughs> Let me know if you have any questions about how to sell foot pics. Ha ha ha. P.P.S. Melissa, Uh-oh. I also had a tragedy with my teenage lizards, two fat-tailed geckos that a kid cut in half with scissors. R.I.P. Twigs, Pierre and Gigi, P.P.P.S. Hi, Maria. XO. <laughs> Orianne. Largefootlove.com. I have size 10 feet. I'm like the perfect, You do? Yeah, I'm like the per- I'm the per- sorry. I'm the perfect candidate for <laughs> largefootlove.edu or whatever. Well, get on it. Should I get into foot porn? <laughs> I'm honestly going to email her. Because it's not my face. Like, no one would know it's me, right? Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's true. Unless they... Li- <laughs> <laughs> Someone listening. Someone listening outside your door. Your mom listening. I think I just heard my mom say something else. <laughs> <laughs> she just walked by and heard Allie. Heard you say, I'm going to get into foot porn. She's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly think I deserve to say. <laughs> but seriously, though, that I mean, that might be where it's at. Largefootlove.com. Oh, yeah. Let's go to the website. Oh, wow. Photos, videos, and teasers for lovers of large feet. Oh. Pedicures and massages. Email for private videos, photos, and more. Photos, videos, and teasers. Large. <laughs> they have an Instagram. I'm a fun-loving girl with size 11 feet who loves getting them dirty and then cleaning them up. (laughs) Oh, you can buy videos. You can buy a video for $15 painting my toes pink. Well, let me tell you, my rate would be way more than $15. (laughs) $25 washing my size 11 feet with lots of of suds. No, I'd be like $100 a, a pick at the least. Why not? Go for it. You only live once. <laughs> I could be a life coach and foot foot porn artist. I mean, it makes, it's on brand. <laughs> and then we got another voicemail, just one last voicemail today. Hey guys, this is for Love Crawlers. Um, this is Callie. So I was listening to the episode where you guys were talking about LaCroix and I have a story. So last year sometime I was drinking LaCroix like nobody's business specifically Painful Moose and Tangerine. And one day I had this like really, really bad pain in like my lower left side. And I honestly thought like my ovary was like bust, like bursting or something. And so I like the pain was so bad that I like started throwing up. So I went to the emergency room and they did an x-ray and the doctor came in and she was like, "Um, just so you know, you're like extremely dehydrated and you have shit like up to your ribs in your chest and I was so constipated from drinking so much the claw so just like you know it doesn't hydrate you like normal water was so or normal normal water does so drink your normal water also okay love you guys thank you bye you know I've heard that I have always had this theory that the is actually dehydrating you know what's crazy since I started drinking LaCroix I don't know, a couple of years ago, I wake up in the morning and my mouth is so 
dry. Whoa. Yeah. Well, yeah. you guys be careful. It's yeah. all I drink. I think that that's why I'm so tired all the time too. Cause the only water I drink is LaCroix. <gasps> like I think I'm like, yeah. Never because I used to drink like Coke and so, but it's like a good alternative for drinking yeah. Coke. So I don't drink that anymore. But like I've I've read I've seen people on Twitter post stuff about like being dehydrated from drinking. It's LaCroix. a LaCroix truther. <laughs> oh my god, man! Like I wake up and I'm I have to drink like two glasses of water. Like I'm so dehydrated when I wake up. It's crazy. Wow, that's that should be a mini episode in and of itself. If is LaCroix. did you enter that contest? I did enter the contest. Now I'm regretting it. I entered a contest to win LaCroix for life or for a year. For a year. For you and a friend. Wow, that's pretty crazy. Who's going to be the friend? (laughs) I'm looking at her right now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, there's two of us. Exactly. (laughs) Maybe the winner could be a a patron. (gasps) A patron, yeah. If you win. If I win. Anyway. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Should we get into our mini episode for today? Yes. So this is this is fun for everyone. We're going to do cryptid week. Yay. So each week, I mean, each day, we're going to be talking about a new cryptid. So if you're into cryptozoology, this is the week for you. What's cryptid zoology? It's like all like the mystical creatures or the creatures that are like up for debate, like Bigfoot, the Loch Ness Monster, the Chupacabra, stuff like that. I got you. Um, we should try to have a cryptozoologist on. I wonder if like John Tenney or something is a cryptozoologist. Um, Or he probably knows one. Yeah, he probably does probably know one. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about the infamous chupacabra. It is supposedly a vampire-like creature. Uh, The tales of the chupacabra first emerged in Puerto Rico in the late 1990s. It was described as a bipedal creature. It was no, we got in this talk. It was bipedal. It was bipedal, not bipedal. Right. Okay. Yeah. I didn't say anything. Yeah, but you, I, I could hear you judging. <laughs> it was described as a bipedal creature, four or five feet tall, with big eyes, spikes down its back, and long claws. 
People claimed it was responsible for killing and draining the blood of livestock, which is how it got its name. Chupacabra in Spanish means the goat sucker. Basically, it looks like a hairless kangaroo slash wild dog with like spikes. And its face kind of looks like a bat. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the first sighting, the first reported attack occurred in March 1995 in Puerto Rico. Eight sheep were found dead. They each had three puncture wounds in the chest area and were completely drained of blood. A few months later, Madeline Tolentino reported seeing the creature in Puerto Rico in the town of Conavanas, where 150 farm animals and pets were reportedly killed. Uh, 20 years prior, in 1975, there were similar killings in the small town of Moca that were attributed to El Vampiro de Moca, the vampire of Moca. Initially, it was suspected that the killings were committed by a satanic cult. Later, more killings were reported around the island, and many people who owned farms said many of their animals were being killed. Each of the animals had its body bled dry through a series of small circular incisions. Weird. Weird. Soon after the first report in Puerto Rico, other animal deaths were reported in the Dominican Republic, Argentina, Bolivia, Chile, Colombia, Honduras, El Salvador, Nicaragua. <laughs> wow, you really went for it. <laughs> it's beautiful. I, I didn't mean. I didn't mean to go for it like that. <laughs> well, you did, and I. I think people are appreciating it. Panama, Peru, Brazil, United States, and Mexico. In 2018, a bunch of reports came out of Manipur, India. Farm owners said their animals and poultry were being killed in the same way that chupacabra killed other animals. Many people said that they had seen the chupacabras with their eyes. However, forensic experts didn't find any evidence of the chupacabra, but said street dogs were responsible for the killings. An author named Benjamin Radford did a five-year investigation into the chupacabra and documented it for his 2011 book, Tracking the Chupacabra. He said the description that Madeline Tolentino gave him was actually based on the creature Sill in the 1995 movie Species. Yeah, I remember Species. I actually mm-hmm. still have never seen it. Really? Yeah. It has that like alien-esque, like H.R. Geiger type of crazy creature in it. Should I see it? Is it good? I mean, no, it's not good. Okay. Cool. <laughs> but like, it's a, yeah, no, it's interesting. Um, so the name origin of the Chupacabra, it came from a Puerto Rican comedian, Silverio Perez, who coined the name in 1995 while talking about the attacks on a radio show in San Juan. And then some notable sightings. In October 2010, University of Michigan biologist Barry O'Connor concluded that all the chupacabra reports in the United States were simply coyotes infected with the parasite Sarcoptes scabie, which is scabies or mange, Oof. whose symptoms would explain most of the features of the chupacabra. Like they would have little fur, they'd have thickened skin and a bad odor. Yikes. A woman in California in 2017 said she saw a chupacabra in her backyard and she drew a picture of it. That's like a coyote. <laughs> the picture, it looks like a coyote. Yeah. I don't think she like, saw a chupacabra. Yeah. She's like in Riverside. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? I bet she knows Lydia. 
she does. That that is Lydia. She knows Lydia. I don't know. Um, so some theories on this. Some people think it might just be a Mexican hairless dog. Yeah. Yeah. Or a coyote with mange. Because, like, the spikes on the back, you know when dogs get really skinny, you can see their spine? Yeah, it's probably its spine. And also, it's, like, probably starving. It's probably, like, a starving, yeah. a starving like, dog or, or coyote, and that's why it's killing animals. Because it's Yeah. Hungry. Coyotes are scary they're wild but yeah mange is crazy ever seen a dog with mange yeah it makes it look crazy yeah what happens to it all its fur comes off and it's like um my neighbor actually his dog that he adopted had mange when he adopted it you have to give him these like medicated baths Mm -hmm. but like all its fur comes off and it's like this weird rash rashy like yeah it's like a scaly scaly skin callousy it's like psoriasis for dogs yeah um, there's a related creature called the Grunch Road Monster. I've never heard of this. <laughs> it's a cross between a chupacabra and a canine, and it got its name from a road in between the Mississippi River and the Gulf of Mexico known as Lover's Lane to the locals of New Orleans. <laughs> and it hides in the tall grass and exists off of the blood of goats and humans. Oh. And it preys on those who park their cars on the road at night. Shit. And it waits for victims and pounces with sharp teeth and long claws that are said to rip the victims open. Damn, Grunch. And it howls like a wolf, it screams like a banshee, and screeches like an ape when it's alarmed, as well as leaves a strong wow, stench. Wow, sounds like a web crawler's review. <laughs> sounds like the, the chorus of alley time. <laughs> Boy-yoying. do you like my new artwork alley that i just sent you guys is that the city of los angeles yeah and that's you that's you on top of the world (laughs) wow i didn't notice a method to all this i'm not just like putting stuff together like this is my art this is for real this is important no this is really i mean your talent is undeniable really is it's yeah thank you it's alley time and then there's another related creature called the ozark howler Mm. it's supposedly a big cat with glowing eyes and horns and it's found in the ozarks there's a picture of it that's like a deer that's a deer (laughs) there's a picture of it but it's clearly photoshopped they just took like a a dog and put horns on it yeah i mean (laughs) Y'all crazy for that one. I don't think the chupacabra is real. Do you guys? No, I think it's a coyote or like a street dog with mange. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. If you guys have any chupacabra stories, if you've seen a chupacabra, if you're (laughs) insistent that the chupacabra is real, (laughs) Melissa, where can people reach us? You can email us at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram and Reddit and Facebook. It's alley time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's alley time. Okay, yeah. So reach us if you want to or don't. If you've seen a chupacabra, let us know. I am Allie Siegel. I'm Melissa Stetton. And it's me, Maria. Bye. Bye. Powered by ACAST. Hi. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.